to a little bit deep. This week we're going to be chatting confidence, how to be your most assertive self and to make sure that your values align with your lifestyle and who you are as a person. And we hope you enjoy. It's been a good week. I feel like coming from last week where we were both having a bit of a downer, this week we're having a bit of a good week and that's always a good thing. We're here to bring the energy this week, aren't we? We are. (laughs) Let's do it. Well, I'm going to start with my rose because I have a good one this week. Through work, I actually got um, tickets to Moulin Rouge and I got to bring my dad. So that was so fun. The show was amazing. And yeah, that was actually about just a quick summary. Oh, well, I've heard about it, but I've never known. the, The show is like a mashup of the, 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 it's based in Paris and it's like about a club that existed in Paris. I could be so wrong also. This is just <laughs> what I got from the musical. Um, and so they just like used all modern songs. You know how Bridgerton like meshes modern yeah, songs into the okay. old times? Yeah, it was I like that, that. But um, it's based in like a club and there's like dancers, kind of like burlesque vibes. That sounds amazing. Um, it was so good. It was like but. I'm pretty sure the original storyline, it's like a Romeo and Juliet type storyline with uh, based in like a club in Paris. So it was really cool. They did it so amazingly. Everyone was so talented. And I got to bring my dad and I got tickets for free. So it was amazing. So that was my rose. That's amazing. Yes. What about you, So? Okay, so, so my rose this week is that I have booked a guitar lesson and I'm getting back into guitar. So that's my rose and I'm really excited about it. And I, it's, not, it's not just that I booked a guitar lesson, it's that I'm actually really excited to get back into it. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. my rose. I'm excited about and that. And so is really good at guitar for everyone that know, doesn't know, sorry. So I'm excited to see what comes to fruition. It's going to be fun. I'm really excited. Um, But my STEM this week, if we're getting straight into that, is that I actually went shopping, um, late night shopping the other night by myself. And I had so much fun. I didn't have to worry about anyone else. I could just take my time. So basically in that experience, I... It was a bit of a self-reflective moment of just how far I've come in myself over the past few years, like emotionally um, and just even career-wise and where I'm at now. And it was just a bit of a reflective state um, because I don't know what it was. It was just something about being out and doing something for myself and just like, you know, being alone that helped me get there. And I think my STEM is that I'm just like learning to grow and find new moments of clarity from the breakup I think is where I'm trying to get to in this is that every single week I'm noticing new more new things about where I sit with in regards to solitude and myself and it's just those small moments of clarity that I think is my stem does that make any sense no it does that's a good one I think that's a good stem my stem was patience and um learning to enjoy being patient 
And you know how they say patience is a virtue? Well, I find patience is only a virtue if you actually have patience (laughs) and I don't really have it. So (laughs) I'm trying to learn it and enjoy it um, because life only happens at a certain pace and you can't force things to happen at a certain pace. Yes, this is true. So, yeah, so my STEM is just like learning to enjoy being in each time period yeah if that makes yeah. sense yeah mm-hmm. and my thorn was um because my my boyfriend and I do long distance mentioned that before he was meant to be flying in this weekend but he had to fly directly to play his country footy so now I don't get to see him for three weeks which is fine but like it was my thorn of the week so I'm like because mm-hmm. you not thought expecting you would that. Time. yeah he was meant to be coming for an extra day as well this weekend so we're gonna have mm-hmm. some nice time together so now I have the weekend all to myself and I have to fill it with random stuff anywho that's that's my thorn of the week what's yours so yeah, my thorn is just time management. Past three weeks especially have just been like so chaotic um, just work-wise. Like I've been work- started a new full-time job. I've had uni. I've been picking up like I've had a few extra shifts at um, the hospitality venue I used to work at or still do obviously. Um, there's podcasts. There's just been like a lot on my workload. I've just felt like it's been a lot. Um So that's my thorn is just the crazy chaos that I've been living in for the past few weeks, but it's coming to an end. So I'm excited about that. And I'll be planning lots of beach trips because that's all I've been wanting to do this entire time. So, yeah. Okay. So today we wanted to jump into confidence and we wanted to talk all about what true confidence really means and our own journeys when it comes to confidence because we're all striving to be like that, right? So how can we become more assured of ourselves and more, um, I guess, yeah, happy with who we are? Confident. Confident. (laughs) We'll stop trying not to say it 20 times. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I guess what is true confidence as well, right? Because there's different kinds of confidence I think. Yeah, well, there's different areas in your life that you can become confident in. I would say that for me personally, there's areas that I feel confident in and then there's other areas where I want to grow more confident in. Yeah, definitely. Because I think you and I, Eden, when we're having this discussion where based off what how people speak about us and our friends and what they say, like we're both perceived as very confident people Mm. but I do think we show our confidence in different ways and we're very we are confident in very different ways as well um and I think how I perceive confidence say is just being really comfortable in who you are and feeling I guess that you're expressing your true self to the world and being affirming in your values and not shying away from what you believe in I think that's how I deem someone to be confident. What about you? Yeah, and in your 20s, I find that your confidence ebbs and flows because you're doing so much self-discovery. So when you're in a season where you're trying to figure something out, you may feel less confident or you might 
when you get to a place where you, you know, you are discovering your values and you are finding out who you are, you feel more confident naturally. And I think that plays a very massive part in your confidence journey is finding out where you stand, finding out what you believe in. So when it comes down to a conversation or maybe a tricky moment in the workplace or something, you you feel secure. Yeah. I think security is also a, a big part in it as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, do we want to start talking about our confidence journeys, I suppose, like how we've... Yeah, yeah. You, do you want to share yours first? If you met me five years ago... I think you would have not deemed me as a very confident person, but the people meeting me now would say I'm a confident person. And I find that interesting just because I just, I'm more secure in who I am and I don't feel the need to show up differently to different people in life. Whereas I used to be really unsure of myself um, and just didn't believe I had something to offer a lot of the time. Like I would look up to other people and put other people on a pedestal or think that they um, were better than me or that they were more experienced than me. And I think this comes with age as well, because you, when you're young, you kind of feel a bit inexperienced and like you don't have all the answers or you don't know all the things. And like that can play with your confidence as well. Like I used to think older people had it more together and stuff. And I feel like as you grow older, you're like, you realize that's not the case. Um, so it's just, yeah. yeah, I feel like it's just been a lesson I've had to learn. And yeah, it's just self-worth thing as well, I think. When you start to validate yourself and surround yourself with people who validate you and love you and uh, make you feel seen, it helps you to, I guess, accept yourself more so then you can show up in life more confidently yeah I agree I think that like for me as well I have struggled with confidence um in all different life stages and sometimes when I've been my least confident I didn't even know because I was maybe going through a hard time in life but I find I have found that over the last if I'm being honest over the last year I would say that I have struggled with my confidence the most Mm. internally. I don't think anyone would know that, like looking into my life, you know, people I meet, I don't think that they would think that, but I have struggled with insecurity and which then if you're struggling with insecurity, naturally it is a confidence thing as well. And over, because say I'm uh, 24 now and over my 22, 23, it has been the hardest confident time for me. Like I haven't felt super secure because I've been doing so much self-discovery. It's actually only now in the last six months that I've found myself kind of coming out of it Mm. in different ways. And it's interesting to see. It it definitely is a growing up thing, but also... I it you really have to look inside and, and see okay well if I'm struggling with something why am I struggling with it and why can't I break down this barrier to help me then live mm. in confidence because that's what you want to do you want to bring your confidence out into your everyday life that's what everyone wants you want to be able to face any challenge have a good conversation with someone 
and all that. And I think as well, the the com- most confident person in the room isn't always the loudest. And I want to make that distinguished is that someone who's super extroverted might not be very sure in themselves and not very confident, but then you can have an introverted person who is quietly confident. They might be really secure themselves, but they're not the loudest or like most obvious person. And I think just being confident, like how that's defined is really just being secure in who you are. And that is like a journey that you ebb and flow throughout your life. Like that's never, I feel like you're never going to always be a hundred percent confident, but it's a little bit of fake it till you make it. Like it's a little bit of putting it on um, as well as like, because I know I've had times in my life where I've been so insecure. I've barely been able to like start conversations with strangers or, you know, like speak to people like in everyday life. And now I'm a lot more outgoing. Like I would, if I want to speak to someone, I go speak to them. So yeah, I think there's just, it's a very personal journey. Like it, it looks different to everybody. I think if you are someone who does want to grow in their confidence, starting with your internal like speaking out what you want to be because if there's something that you don't like about yourself don't focus on that don't focus on what you don't like about yourself focus on what you would want to be instead so if it's like oh I hate how I can't um speak up when I want to well instead of saying what you hate about yourself I find if you flip it and you say well, I'm going to start more conversations with people yeah. and just focus on like what you yeah. want to change and what you want to kind of speak into existence, mm. say. I feel like that's a massive key to having confidence uh, and showing it externally. Yeah, I agree. Is people will, yeah, people will pick up on that because you are radiating that kind of energy. Yeah. And I think that if you are struggling with this, which we all do, like everybody does, but it's about, it's about looking at the person you want to be, right? So do that work. If you're, if you're looking at someone, you're putting on a pedestal and you're like, wow, they're so amazing. They're so cool. They're so confident. You want to be like them in some way, right? So if that person has characteristics that you deem inspirational or you aspire to be like, then that is who you like that is speaking to you in some way those characteristics are within you so it's about making say for example let's okay so say you have a friend who's a runner and you've always wanted to be a runner but you've never been confident in your ability to run or you don't think you're a good runner so you just never go running every time you go for a run you're becoming a runner so it's about like the becoming the person you want to be Does that make sense? And then every time you go for a run, you're proving to yourself that you can do it and that, you know, you're probably going to get better and better at it each time. And then you're like getting more confident in that skill because you're putting yourself out there and doing what you wanted to do. And I think that that's something that I have learned in my life is every time I've wanted to do something or wanted to pick up a new skill or a hobby, I've just done it and a lot of the time it is just doing it even when you're not actually confident in it. It's just about like actually just doing it and I guarantee that most people that you look at who have done something that you deem really amazing or, you know, like something that proves them to be confident, they have just given it a go. Like us doing the podcast, right, is a great example. Like neither of us knew what to do at all to start this but we just did it and we learned something every week and every week we became a little bit more confident 
in doing it but it was a bit of a challenge at first because we didn't know like what the reaction would be or how we feel so it is a bit scary but it's just about taking that leap of faith and just doing those things and you'll naturally gain confidence when you're doing that yeah it's a skill and you can refine it and the more you practice it the more confident you become whether it is literally um, having meaningful conversations or Mm. speaking up in a in a meeting or anything being confident in job interviews Mm. you know just practice practice speaking um there's lots of different examples we could give but I think in terms of switching it back to kind of your personal journey I have found that people who know their values I kind of find that they do kind of radiate confidence I know some of the most confident people I know they are just so strong in who they are they know where they stand and they know what sorry they know what they stand for and um yeah it just like really radiates from them because they have spent the time you know probably spending time alone and figuring out what they want to do or what they believe in and it really shows and I think that's something that's really powerful yeah I agree it comes to a bit of like habit building as well because we're always um making unconscious or conscious decisions to live a certain way throughout our day-to-day life right so if we're waking up and we're living day to day in a way that's not helping us to become the most confident version of ourselves, then we're refilling that narrative in our brains, right? We're being like, I'm not confident. I'm not a confident person. I can't do this because I didn't do it and I wanted to again. So it's about like trying to restructure your brain as well and just like point out the things that you know are true to you and who you are, like you said, who you align with, like who are the people in your life that know who you are to your core who accept you and focus on that and build you up as well yeah I really do believe that if you surround yourself with people who are going to affirm you and encourage you along your journey then like you can do anything yeah and you'll doubt yourself less because you have a support system behind you as well um obviously not everyone has like you know a good family unit or um heaps of friends but if you literally have a few people around you that believe in you a mentor anyone it really helps you boost your confidence and doubt yourself less because they believe in you so why shouldn't you believe in you yeah and I also think don't kill what's interesting and unique about yourself that is what makes you you and that's what people are going to like about you I actually think that like these days people are wanting more connection and rawness and authenticity and just you being yourself and it's just so it's going to be so refreshing no I know this is so cliche it's like oh you know like you're the only you in the world but it's true and I think you really start to realize that as you get to know yourself and your values and everything that you just said like you can't you'll stop comparing yourself as much yes it's still comparison is real and it's hard but as much because you will know who you are and you'll just be like no one can compare to me and I'm me yeah, that's that's her. That's not me. I'm yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think that is so like such a good point, Soph. And the fact that you brought in, you know, surroundings and comparison. If you know who you are and you know how awesome you are and you find out your strengths, like yeah. think about what is good about you. What what does everyone say? Like 
and I love what you said earlier about quiet confidence. Like if you are a quiet person, mm. I love that. Like I'm some quiet people I know are the best people I know ever. Yeah. So, like embrace that embrace your strengths embrace who you are because that is where your true confidence will shine because you are staying true to who you are you're not trying to be Mm. someone that you're not doesn't mean you can't fake a little bit of confidence every now and then you know I believe you should be stepping out and always be Mm. a bit uncomfortable that helps but yeah I think that's great like shine who you are don't fake and be someone else 100% and I yeah I asked actually one of my good friends while I was thinking about what when we we're going to talk about this. I was like, what's the thing you struggle with most when it comes to confidence? And she said it's the internal perfectionism and unrealistic expectations. So I feel like this is what actually makes us doubt ourselves because we're always comparing ourselves to others and whatever we're, is bombarded in our faces every day what we're supposed to be like, what's perfection, what people um, should aspire to be like, what's the ideal way to be or look like or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a hard one to overcome. Um, oh, honestly, like mute them on social media for one. Doesn't mean you have to like – Yeah. If you're comparing or looking at someone to – um discreetly that is a red flag within yourself like you need to listen to that and you need to mute them because I promise you like I mute people all the time now I promise you and there's nothing against them right it's nothing against them but it's yeah. like why am I looking at your photos a bit more than I look yeah. at everyone else's you know what I mean and listen to that little thought in your head and block it out because you actually don't need that the amount of different things we are seeing on a mm. daily basis and consuming is unhealthy and so how are you supposed to grow within yourself when you're listening to a million different people you're seeing a million different opinions it is so um what's the word overwhelming Uh, it it makes your life hazy yeah it makes your life like blurry and hazy because there is so much around you confusing you confusing your values confusing your opinions or maybe I should be doing that in the morning maybe I should be starting this hobby maybe I should be adding this into my routine yes I get it right this is all good and well within reason but Every day, and I'm speaking to myself right now, this is why I'm getting passionate, is because it does not help anyone. And so I think in growing in your self-confidence and and comparing yourself less comes from just slightly shutting out the areas that you see that leaking in. Just speaking nicely to yourself as well. If If you go like, oh, fuck, like, I don't look like that in the gym or I don't look like that when I take photos. Like, oh my God, I hate most photos that are taken of me. And I hate to admit that, Mm. but it's true. I see photos, I'm like, oh, how do I get really nice photos taken of me? How do they do it? I'm like, I know I'm not ugly. Like what's going on, you know? But, and this is just normal girl. This is normal thoughts that most girls have. Well, if you're thinking that, and I know I feel the same way, I'm sure every other girl listening will agree. Everyone else Because it's is. such yeah. a thing. Even the ones that do take yeah. perfect photos, they probably somewhat think how can they make their photos even more perfect? I don't know. You know what? Like, and this is the thing, right? Because I feel like even the girls who have 
all of those things a girl that you would be looking at that has everything that you've ever wanted like in appearance or takes a perfect photo is just has the best clothes whatever they would struggle with the same thing and I know this because the more conversations I have with girls who I would deem like the most perfect girl or whatever like by society standards like say that or maybe that they've had to spend all this money on looking a certain way because that's what they thought was perfect and now people see them as perfect you know it's like it's a cycle that is never ending and you can never know somebody and what they're going through just by their appearance so yeah I I just think it means nothing and if you're if you're finding yourself comparing yourself a lot on social media all the time it's it's really hard thing to kind of get but that's something I try and practice too eating because even I've seen a lot of opinions it's more so for me I think I younger when I was like in my early like started 20s I did the whole cull on social media of like influences and stuff people I was following to try and get that beauty standard like not in my face 24 7 but these days I feel like on TikTok it's more so people's opinions and like what I should be doing with my life where I should be what I should be spending my money on how much money I should have at this age what my relationship should look like how many friends I should have like all of these things and Oh, and ridiculous. I think it's hard it's to not have that in your face because with some a platform like TikTok, you can't cull it as much as you can with what you're seeing on Instagram. No, so it is really hard. But if you are actually struggling with confidence and you're aware of it and you're comparing yourself to people all the time, I think it is a healthy thing to have a bit of a social media cleanse, like reassess what your values are. What do you want? I actually watched this amazing video on TikTok the other day and I might just pause and find it so I can credit the creator of it. So I found this TikTok from this girl called Morgan B. Cohen and I'll just play it for you now. Do you ever think it's kind of weird how we make life a little more complicated than it needs to be? Like we will ask our friends and family what they think about certain situations and they'll say their opinions and then you'll take it into consideration and then their opinions become your opinion instead of just doing what you wanted to do in the first place and making yourself happy you now have four other opinions that you need to keep in mind instead of just doing what you wanted to do in the first place and you know what happens when you listen to other people your life becomes a series of what ifs what if i went there what if i went and saw this person what if i went on this trip anyway It just made me think and check in because I was just like, I find myself doing this all the time. I'm always asking my friends and family and people around me for their opinions of things in my life. And I was like, actually, what do I want? Like, I didn't even really stop to think of that, you know? And it's just like, it's your life at the end of the day. Do what you want. It's, It's so simple. But I just feel like in this world of comparison, we always forget to just take a step back and just ask ourselves what we want. Yeah, when there's a million resources, a million things in your face, you get confused so easily, which does have an impact on your confidence and who you are and how well you know yourself, which I think like is what we're kind of saying is that getting to know yourself and who you are is the first step. But I also think another um, kind of like tip, I guess, for finding confidence is you're looking after yourself. And you're almost like looking after your nervous system, looking after your surroundings and your everyday life. And I I know we say this quite a bit in other topics, but your routine and 
doing things for yourself helps build your confidence. If you're showing up for yourself, you naturally get more confident because you're looking after yourself and you're feeling good. Yes, I actually agree. I think how to become more confident, do more things for yourself. Don't worry about other people. Do more things for you. What Mm. do you enjoy doing? Find the things you love doing. Find the things that you're good at. Find the things that you suck at, but you enjoy anyway. So you're just going to give it a go. That's what's going to bring you confidence. It's not going to be looking at other people and trying to be like them. It's going to be finding what identifies with you. Find what works for you and live like that because you'll be happy. You'll feel more confident. I think it's admirable when people do know themselves and they do kind of just go with their own life. Yeah, 100%. They stay in their lane. They, you know, if they don't want to go to something, they go, no, sorry, I'm this. Or if they don't want to drink alcohol, no, I'm not drink. I don't drink alcohol. Like, yeah, you know, because that's what's best for them. I love that. I don't know how related that is to confidence. No, I agree. Because part of being a not confident person is doing what, just going with the flow. You're people pleasing and you're you're kind of becoming this chameleon-like figure and trying to adapt to every single person you're hanging around, which makes you not living into your true self. It'll just make you unhappy because you're not actually doing things you agree with and hanging out with the right people. So yeah, 100%. So there's a few reasons why we don't act confidently that I've written out, done a bit of research. So I'll just touch on these. The first one is that we feel like we have to agree with people in order to not hurt their feelings. So basically I feel like that's something I've always, I've struggled with is that I feel like I have to just agree. And I'm like, yeah, like I agree with your opinion, even if I don't really. But the harm in that is that you're not living to your true self and if you actually don't agree with something you could get in some situations that probably don't want to be in the second one is we don't feel accepted as our true selves so we hide it from others or feel shameful about it and have a secret life rather than accepting it so this could happen um with more serious issues like your sexuality your religion um some relationships and yeah, it, it's about basically hiding your true self because you don't feel like you'll be accepted, which is a really hard thing, I feel. Yeah, I actually think this is a really big one that mm. a lot of people struggle with more than we would actually care to think about because you think about people that I know who don't actually really know me that well. I get sometimes weird about things that I feel and the way I view things and certain stuff because you want to hide it because you're scared of being judged you're scared of Mm. um just being your true authentic self completely which you know I think some situations yeah okay you've got to be respectful I don't mean being like irrational but you do get scared to be who you actually are because everyone is just going around mirroring each other and trying to act like we all That's think so about true. the same thing the same way. And we're all just, yeah. especially in our society with like cancel culture and all that stuff. You're just too scared to be different, I guess. A really good way to grow in confidence if you're struggling on your own is to get the help by a professional or seek a mentor who you deem as confident and you admire their lifestyle 
Um, this is a really effective way, I think, to take actionable steps, becoming more confident and living in your true self because it is hard, especially with all the noise, to figure out exactly who you are and where you want to be and what you want to start stepping towards because mm-hmm. um, it's a confusing time of life. You know, career. you're trying to figure out career, you're trying to figure out relationships, you're trying to figure out how to have fun and you know even like spending money and stuff like all of that is very confusing because you don't always know the right answers and there's no playbook to go by but talking it out with someone and seeking guidance and someone that you really trust is a good way to go about it because um, they can get to know you and kind of guide you along Alrighty, friends, we have this week's asking for a friend, which is, do you believe you should have the same religion or beliefs as your partner? Ooh. I really, really, really like this question. Yeah, I like it too. Answer A was, yes, it's super important. And then I don't really think it matters, which was the other option. Whew, where do you want to kick off? Do you want to know the results first or do you want to provide what you think? I'll guess, yeah? Okay, yeah. So I think it was uh, 60% think yes and 40% think no, you don't. So close. So it was 54% said yes, it's super important and 46% said I don't really think it matters. So it was quite like 50-50. Bang even, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which I was actually like surprised at. The way we've been brought up, especially from Christian families and like, you know, growing up in a Christian household, I feel like our upbringing almost indoctrinated us to think that you need to have a partner of the same beliefs, right? Because like, it just makes sense. You like you both, you can share that with each other and um, I guess pass that on to your generation and the next generation or whatever um, and just support each other in that as well so I think that it it makes sense from like our standpoint but there was a lot of people who don't think it really matters and I kind of understand that as well I think as I've gotten older but I don't know what do you think well I think that everyone who voted no probably isn't religious yeah well I mean I would have voted yes it is important because that's just how I you know, I've dated someone who was not religious. And and by the way, we're saying religious because that's just the easiest way and the way that's uh, proposed in the question. But religion in itself is a whole nother topic. But, you know, yeah. like some people yeah. would be spiritual but not religious. But I just am talking like your belief here. I've dated someone who is like not religious whatsoever. And then my boyfriend now, he is the same religion as me and I wouldn't have it any other way because I don't think that he would be able to understand me as a person and our relationship would not be as good as it is if he was not spiritual or like the same religion as me. I think it would also be easier uh, to date someone who if you're spiritual, they're also spiritual, not necessarily like the same religion, if anything rather than you being spiritual and them not being spiritual. I feel like you would have a lack of connection. That's my opinion. Yeah, I feel like I have experienced this, I think, in past relationships because I'm quite 
a spiritual person. I, I mean, I'm still on my own journey and figuring it out as well, but um, I think that in past relationships where my partner hasn't been a spiritual person or doesn't have any, I guess, belief in a higher power or anything, it has caused a bit of, not conflict, but it's just kind of made me not feel understood. I suppose. Whereas yeah. if that person was more accepting and open to like my beliefs, I think I could, I'd feel more comfortable with that. Not saying that they had to have the same beliefs as me, but just if we could share that kind of conversation and curiosity about the world, I think it just makes you feel seen and heard as a person. And when they don't experience that with you, it makes it really hard because it's such a personal thing. If you're with someone and they don't see all of you, like you do kind of feel a bit disconnected, I suppose, not understood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, I see both sides. I do. I see the value in, I think it actually, I see the value in having someone who shares the same beliefs as you, but I also, I do understand that it might not be a deal breaker for some though. Like if you're you are a spiritual person and your partner is also a spiritual person. You can share that even if you don't have the same beliefs necessarily. If you respect each other's beliefs, you have to respect the other person's beliefs and like be interested and open to that though, I think. Otherwise it does become a bit of a disconnect. Yeah, and I think that there's few people who would fully respect your spiritual belief who haven't ever experienced it before I know that there would be people out there of course yeah but I just find it hard for you to gather how you would be on the same page if you didn't align mm -hmm. um, in that way yeah like if you see the world in that lens and they don't and you like you're going through a hard time and so they lean into this they just wouldn't really understand you I don't know I I just think I for me it's honestly a deal breaker like I, I think it's a deal breaker as I'm getting older and learning more about myself and what I want long term I think longevity for me in a relationship would be that it, it is very important yeah and you can both lean on that together as a couple and not feel alone in your spirituality or like you can't really experience it to the fullest because you're not accepted by your partner. But for those who aren't spiritual or religious, I suppose it doesn't really matter to them yeah, because I don't think it <laughs> they're like, it's fine. But I think, I think if you're part, I think out of this, if you're not a spiritual person, it's okay. But if your partner is like, it's really important to accept that and be open to hearing about them and their experience because it is such a personal and profound thing for someone to go through. And I just think like, yeah, it's important to be open to that. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's open to your lifestyle and who you are as a person, but overall, I think we can come to the conclusion that Soph and I think that yes. it is important. It is important. And, um, yeah, having someone that aligns with you spiritually is beautiful yeah you want that right yeah you want it yeah but that's all we really have time for today uh i think this is one we'd like to maybe dive a little bit deeper on another episode but thank you so much for tuning in guys and we will see you next week remember to rate and review us and follow us on instagram bye, bye.